Hello and welcome to the 35th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the Crash Bandicoot to my Master Chief, Mr. Kale Adam. If you like what you hear, you can and should leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Long Live Pod. With that shit out of the way, Kale, there you go. Kavinda, I'm fantastic. It's February, my Feb February, which is my favorite month of the year. Do you know why? Because it's your birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday, but it's also apparently the new uh, best month of the year for video games. It's the it's the month in which the video games come out. I got to tell you, I don't think it's a new thing. February is always pretty hot. February, March, kind of like first end of first quarter is always pretty good. Like, God of War came out, I think, in, like, I believe it was March. I think you had Horizon and Zelda Breath of the Wild also came out around February when they came out as well. Like, it's a pretty heavy-hitting month most years, and I think you're really you're really not thinking too hard back about making it the new best month of video games. You know what I mean? Okay, you're right. It's about my birthday. It's my birthday in February. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I was really hoping you'd come in with something a little hotter than just, I like this month, but here we are. What do you think I should get for my birthday? A vasectomy? <laughs> I mean, look, that that's fun and reversible, so that could be that could be great. But I keep I keep I, I have nothing to say. Anytime uh, my wife or anyone else asks, like you, because uh, I'll be expecting a birthday present from you, as discussed. I just I don't what? know what I want. Absolutely. Not. I don't know what I want, and I want it to be affordable. So like I don't know if you got me an Apple Watch and like my wife got me a Steam Deck. That's not too much to ask, is it? I'm not being a diva, am I? So I just want you to know, and I'm going to be real clear about this, I'm not <laughs> getting you anything. And the most that you're going to get... Ah, you'll you get me at, something. <laughs> at most, because if, if I remember correctly, you got me like Chivalry 2, and I think that was like 50 mm-hmm. bucks. So at most, you'll get something to two or under the value of $50, <laughs> but certainly not more. An Apple Watch band, maybe, off Amazon. Not the real ones, because the real ones are like $70. Mm. But a, an Apple Watch band off Amazon for like 30 bucks is more kind of in the wheelhouse of what you should be expecting from me. And then also, like, in, <laughs> we just sucked it back in the day where you didn't have to buy me that. You could, we could have just done the great old magic of transferring for me to get Chivalry 2 without actually owning Chivalry 2. You know what I mean? We didn't know back then. We were so young and ignorant. We barely had been podcasters at that point. The, the craziest thing of all is I think we realized when we did the Game of the Year episode is that we both bought Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's really dumb. We don't know what we're doing. We, we really is, don't. Seems like we blew it. But it, yeah, look, it is what it is. I am disappointed in us both, but that's nothing new, I guess. It's an interesting time, though, I have to say. I'm, how am I going? Um, I'm indecisive. I can't find anything to play because there's so much coming that it's ruining everything that I already have. All the fun, You're... cool games that I own. It's just, I'm in a malaise. A general malaise. You're, c- you're coming in so average with your, how you're going lately. I've got to be really honest with you. And I'm, All I'm right, gonna, okay. No, no, no. I'm let's gonna, turn that around. How uh, are you sh- going? Sh- no, no, no. I'm gonna bring, no, that's not, the, that's, not your, that's not my job. I do the intro and I say, how you going? We do it every week and we've done it for 34 weeks. And now we're at week 35. And you're just really coming in... And this isn't even lukewarm. Like, this is cold. <laughs> this is like sub-body temperature. It's average. And I just expect a little bit more out of you each week. And I, I know you got a lot on your plate and you got a lot going on, which means something is going on. You know what I mean? 
I've just I've given you my my month. I've given you my birthday shtick. I've given you my gaming malaise. I don't know what more you want from me, honestly. You preempted me before we started this episode with me you talking about the month for how you going, and I was like, <laughs> you might as well just talk about the fucking weather, dude. Holy shit. You want to talk about the weather? Or we're about to get it. <laughs> it's about to storm up in here right oh now. Oh my god, it's the worst small talk of all time. That's like my personal hell is when I see some random person I barely know or don't know at all, and it goes directly to like, oh, it's hot today. I'm like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> Obviously, it's hot today. You don't need to mention it. And if you have nothing else to talk about <laughs> other than the weather, just don't talk to me. But then you're a fucking psychopath where two people just stare at each other in silence. You have to make... This is the grease that allows society to function. We need to comment on either the weather, perhaps if you have no personality, you could talk about sport, like, you know, how was the game last night? Oh, actually, how was the how was the tennis grand final? Yeah, it was really good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually interested. I heard it went to six sets. Yeah, Seven it sets? was actually... <laughs> Five sets. Five sets. Here's a how you going. Yeah, I made my wife watch tennis all weekend. It was really interesting. Nice, dude. Yeah, no, the uh, the uh, Daniel Medvedev and the uh, Rafael Nadal final of the Australian Open. It was a it was a nail biter. There was a lot of drama. Went down to the final set. Yeah, it did. And he was Nadal was getting clobbered. Just for yeah, he hours. lost the first. Didn't he lose the first two? It was like shocking. It was like when you and I play tennis, and it's like double fault. Other person gets a point. He did that three times in one set, and it was fucking egregious. I just think about how long we play tennis for. Like, even in our best day of playing tennis of, like, two and a half hours, maybe. And they more than double it at the highest of levels. Like, they played for five and a half hours. And that, to me, is absolutely mind-boggling. Yeah, he's 36, too. Has had foot surgery. Some guy jumped onto the court and was dragged by, like, seven people out. And that was pretty wild. It's always fun when that happens. Nice, dude. This has been a really great one, I think, so far. You like that? Yeah. Kavinda, how are you going? I'm so fucking ready to judge you on this. (laughs) Go on. How are you going? Uh, So I saw an interesting thing on Reddit recently. Maybe it was Reddit, maybe it was Instagram. It doesn't really matter that uh, Elon Musk is about to start human trials of the neural net or whatever they call it. You see this? no, I, I haven't seen this, but I'm interested to see how it wraps into how you personally are going. I, I think that. Uh, well, look. Firstly, how am I going? Let's just answer that directly. Uh, I'm I'm a doomsdayer. I'm a pretty doom and gloomy most of the time, and I feel like the world is falling into a pretty dark place, and there's no yeah. real light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> except in what I like to call expensive JPEGs. That is the world of NFTs. Now, I have said this time and time again, Ready Player One, fantastic book. Ready Player Two, eh, it's not so good, but still I had a fun time with it. But I think it really ties into this like metaverse meets the neural net, whatever it's called, of Elon Musk. Because if you've read Ready Player Two, this is exactly where the world is headed. Mm. And that is microchip in brain, instant access to the internet, I am an avatar in the metaverse and I never want to leave because the metaverse is so realistic. It feels like I'm Neo from the Matrix. How the fuck are you going, Kale? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I did my, I did mine. I, uh, <laughs> I, I did that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did see that and I was like, oh man, we are really, like the future is now. Look, I mean, I, I believe in Elon Musk. I believe in Tesla. I own Tesla stock. 
that being said, uh, those cars fucking crash and people have died. I don't know that I would want that man putting anything inside my brain. Anytime now, that soon. is true. Well, that is true. Those cars have crashed and they ha- people have died for sure. Mm, and the mm-hmm. worst part is like it's a battery fire and like they're fucked. They're real bad. Like you are dead for sure. But then you have to look at like, sure, maybe it made a mistake. Something went bad and they died. But there's been a few of them. How many people have just crashed because they're idiots in any car, regardless of what car it is? You know what I mean? So what, what you're saying is that a few eggs need to be broken in order to make a satisfying, disgusting omelet. No, no. I'm just saying you're playing the game of odds, right? Like, okay, so let's let's i'm ball i'm this hasn't i've got no facts here i'm just i'm just saying numbers and they don't mean anything i'm just using it as an example disclaimer let's say you're driving a tesla and one out of a million crashes unexpectedly and they don't know what's going wrong i would say there is more than one in a million regular drivers just crashing their cars or you know or being crashed into that maybe a tesla autopilot might have actively been able to avoid and so you then you're like oh well Sure, I might still die in a Tesla, but my chances of dying in a Tesla are lower. Mm, I see. I still don't yeah. want the man to put anything inside my brain. <laughs> I guess is what yet. I like to think of this thing as like a as like PlayStation VR. Like I'm not getting it on version one. Are you crazy? No, no, no. No fucking way. But when you get to like version four, five, six, and you start seeing these people who were idiots before be hyper intelligent and awesome, I'm probably gonna want one. Yeah, look, that's something, uh, something a dystopian future to look forward to. Now, some people look at it as, uh, I don't want to call them Christians, but the Christians will look at it as like a bastardization of God's creation. You know what I mean? The metaverse? As, no, no, the neural chip, the neural engine oh, yeah, yeah. thing. Neuralink. He, the Neuralink, that's the one that he wants to do. And I was like, sure, it might bastardize God's plan, right? I'm doing quotation marks for everyone at home right now, so you know. <laughs> But it also could be, as a probably more science-based human being, it could be the next evolution of the human race. Mm. Mm. Has this mm. just become the Joe Rogan podcast? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Are we about to get taken off Spotify? Holy shit. Oh, wow. Uh, wow but anyway, wow. look, that's how I'm going. I think this world's pretty fucked, but... If <laughs> 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 so I like to hide in my video games. <laughs> look, it's, uh, it's a safe place to be. Should we... Talk about some video games. Yeah, we should. And we're going to talk about one that only I played first, because that's probably the easiest place to start right now. Mm. And that is Uncharted Lost Legacy, because what happened is Kale got the Lost Legacy... Uh, the What's it called? The Uncharted Lost... Uh, it's the Legacy of Thieves. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. Collection. The Legacy of Thieves collection. And I stole it from him through the powers mm. of transferring. Yeah. And I'm now playing Uncharted Lost Legacy, which is... A lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to... Like, I just... I, I think I hate money. Like, it just popped up and was like, hey, you can just upgrade this for 10 or $15 or whatever it was. And I was like, I'm just going to do that because I am going to play this at some point. And I just hate money, I guess. So, you're welcome. And it's... Look, it's, it's really good. And I think the... I tried to play this when it first came out and I just didn't. I was like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. And I think part of that was because it probably came out pretty close to Uncharted 4, if I'm not mistaken. And if you played 4 and you play this, they are very similar. Well, they're built on the same engine. I think it was yeah, a year later it came out. You've got, like, you've, you've got a Jeep, you've got the grappling hook, like it's a lot of going around, hooking stuff with the, with the uh, winch at the front of the car. Yeah. All the same sort of shit. And so I think it felt a little too same-samey and a little too soon. 
Uh, so I think it, that's kind of what turned me off initially, maybe. But going back to it after maybe, what, two years removed from Uncharted? Three years? I think it was like four or five, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a little while. This It's fun to get back in. And I know it's not a super long game, so that's almost even more enticing for me to go through and get her done. Uh, so I actually streamed a little bit of it the other day and uh, had a really good time. Had a fun time. It's just a good little... It's just a really good game. It's the little things that Naughty Dog does that I really appreciate. When you shine a light in someone's eye, they block it. The other character notices it. Or I parked between a tree and a rock, like a cliff wall. And I, the expectation in my mind as a gamer of many years is that they're just going to get out through the tree and the door is going to go through the tree or whatever they do. But instead, Chloe climbs out of the roof, like out of the opening and over the hood of the car. Yeah, right. Because she knew that she was blocked in on both sides, and I just those little things I really do appreciate. Yeah, uh, and it's just a it's just a really it's just a fun game. Combat's what you expect from an Uncharted game, which is a little bit meh sometimes, I guess. Yeah, but it's got that kind of just pulpy action, like just run and gun kind of vibe, which I appreciate. Just slinging nades around, and it, honestly, it's a really good time. I like it. Yeah, no, I, I think I'd like to give it a shot. I never played it. I appreciated the setting, like India. Uh, what is it, like yep. the Tusk of G- Ganesh? Uh, y- yeah, I. you know, I should know this. There's definitely <laughs> a Tusk. <laughs> it's like Hindu mythology, which is interesting. But I, look, I was streaming it. And so there were things that I wasn't always paying attention to while it was happening. I'm going to be really honest with you. But here we are. I also got to a puzzle I got stuck on. And I just pretended like I was done with the stream, but I really just couldn't <laughs> get through the puzzle, so I just ended it. I'd like to pat myself on the back. It is the Tusk of Ganesh. I pulled that one out of like four years of memory hole. I don't know how yeah, I still remember job. that. There's definitely but... a Tusk involved, for sure. I knew that, definitely. Uh, so uh, it's a good game, and I'm enjoying it. And that's hopefully going to tide me over until the weekend. Yeah, right. Well, we um we had a, a a lovely little stream, didn't we? We finished It Takes Two together. We did. It was our most successful stream to date. It was a good fun, our, good time. And our only one, <laughs> yeah. the second one, I guess. No, it was a, it was a good time. We had a lot of people turn out. We uh didn't. There was a bit of pressure. I, I'll be honest. I felt pressure. The bridge, Kale. The bridge. That was the... a particularly embarrassing <laughs> moment. It's uh. You can't hide anything on the stream, can you? The dumb shit you do when you're playing video games, like you really take for granted the fact that people aren't watching and judging you. Yeah, that one was bad too, because it took us like way too long to figure it out. But we finished it. It's done. I would dare say, say the game went for like a little bit too long. I love that you're saying that, because I was saying that from day dot. Day well, one. that's because when we were like, I was like, yeah, there's only three little sections of this note that we have to get before we're done. Sure, that can't be more than like a couple of hours. And then four hours later, we're still doing it. And then yeah. Sean was like, oh, I noticed that like you were in this area and you didn't really look around for like any of the mini games because there was heaps of mini games around there. And I was like, dude, I was just trying to finish this shit. Like, I yeah, was just trying I... to get it done. Great game. I think it just slightly overstayed its welcome. Like, and uh, t- to be fair, it kept it fresh the whole time. But I don't know. I just, I just. I just, I just wanted it over. I just, I just wanted it done. Yeah, and it, look, it maybe it was our fault for just trying to like smash it out over a stream and hope that we got it done. Maybe that was our own fault. Uh, but I, I had a lot of fun, and I think it's. Uh, do you think it's game of the year? Do you think it was game of the year last year? No, if I'm being honest, for myself. Yeah. What did you end up giving it to? <laughs> you, you really broke. The, you broke the whole system last time. <laughs> like a dragon. <laughs> no, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy won by yeah, default. Okay. Yeah, 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 true, true, true. 
Which again, I think just kind of speaks to last year not being as great as this year is going to be. Yeah, that is true. And uh, that's not to take away from how much fun I had with Guardians of the Galaxy. But I think this month alone, there will be a game that is going to beat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're in February. It's crazy too, because I think of the bunch of games we're getting this month, like Dying Light's going to be the weakest. And I think it would probably... And again, it's hard to say because we haven't haven't played played these games. But this looks incredible. It does look very good. And I still think like the fact that review copies went out so early is is a pretty good sign the studio is very confident in what they've made. Uh, and you sent me like a the longest article in the world, by the way. I was like, I can't yeah, read yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. I don't know. I, I read the whole thing too. <laughs> well, I, I, I'd started it and I, I was like, oh man, I've been reading a long way. How long do I have left to go? And I scrolled down like, like more than twice that. Are you crazy? So I just stopped. Uh, and But the bit that I read made sense and it seems like a a pretty big leap from the first one, which would make sense after, what, seven years, six years, seven years? Did you get to the bit, like, you were saying you didn't like to play at nighttime because there was no real reason, like, there would be powerful enemies come out at night, the really scary... And there, yeah, and then the first one, like, there was, a, there was a couple story missions that forced you into it, I guess, but there was no reason yep. for me to do it, so I would always just sleep and go back out in the day. Yeah, well, that article, I don't know if you got to that point, but they were saying the way they've remedied that, because a lot of people felt that way, uh, the trick this time is those powerful enemies come out at night, uh, but they're like lairs are where like the best gear and loot is. Ooh, and the fact that they're, so you can, well, they're not there at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you can sneak behind them while they're out roaming and steal all their shit. But you got to get past them in the first place. kind well, of. Thing. I also noticed, and it was in the trailer that they first showed, and uh, but it looks like they've got UV lights like that yeah. you can hold. Because I remember in, I think in the first one, they had UV lights you could turn on in the streets. But it looks like you can actually grab UV lights and stuff that will hopefully protect you from them a little bit. I don't know if we were talking about it earlier, but I, like the fact that this is further into the apocalyptic future and so apparently there are less guns, it's going to be like a real... You know, by the end of the original Dying Light, you just had guns and it became like a shooter. Yeah, true. But true. apparently they're trying to get away from that in this. Like, did Dead Island? Dead Island did have guns, didn't it? Same story. You just got them right at the end of the game and then it just yeah. became a bad shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than like a cool melee game, it was yeah, yeah. Look, Dead Island for all of its flaws was great, but it definitely was not. Even its like melee mechanics from today's standards would be pretty tough, I think, to go back to. But I think Dying Light is going to be a pretty sick. I'm just going to say it, and I the closer it gets, the more hyped I am, especially because I don't have to pay for it. I suppose now is a good a time as any to talk about our Dying Light stream, right? Yes, yes, it is. Just before we do that, we streamed Deep Rock Galactic 2. We both promoted, we both leveled up, we did a deep dive. They're pretty hectic. We may or may not ever do a Deep Rock stream again, <laughs> but we had a lot of fun. The game is still lit, and the deep dive Man, was for a PS Plus game, like, what a time we've had with that. Like, we've easily gotten, what, 40 hours? 40, yeah, like, and great fun, too. Like, a I'll very solid time. It. You're the one I assume will let this go, but I'll, I'll keep going. I'm just being realistic. Like, Dying Light comes out by the time this episode is live. I can't see myself playing it in February. (laughs) No, that's that's, that's true. I would like to think it's some... Like, because there's a lot of... I'd love to go back to Chivalry and uh, uh, Hell Let Loose. We never will. But maybe we will. But maybe we won't. I think the stream's good for that. I think the stream is good for that, you know? If I get COVID, we can play all these games. I think you just have to be... uh, Just go on Centrelink, dude. 
<laughs> that's Tell it. That's the solution. Job, isn't but it? it doesn't pay you anything. <laughs> that's uh, but the yeah, anyway, look, we this weekend on Saturday, Friday night for the Americans out there. If you're in another country, I'm so sorry. Just look up Saturday morning Australian Eastern <laughs> Standard Time and convert it to your time. I don't know. Figure it out, uh, idiot. <laughs> we're going to do another stream and we're going to do some co-op Dying Light 2. Uh, we don't know exactly when we're going to do it because we don't know how long we have to play this game solo before we can actually do co-op stuff. But we will post it on our Twitter and our Instagram to let everyone know that we have gone live. And as a fun little celebration of the release of Dying Light 2, we are going to do a fun little giveaway. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna oh, do a little Twitch stream you, giveaway. What are you gonna do to uh, be eligible for, <laughs> you know, to get that? It's nice look, little giveaway. It's pretty easy. We'll post the stream going live on our socials, and then if you get onto the Twitch, leave us a like, go into the chat and just put your Instagram handle in or Twitter, whatever you prefer, but maybe just tell us which one it is, and we'll select the winner at the end of the stream, and we will. DM you. We'll slide into your DMs and let you know how you can claim your prize. Now, Kale, some people might be being like, what is the prize? Like, what are you giving away? And <laughs> while we wish we could just gift you a version of Dying Light 2, mm. we can't do that. So we're going to give you either 100 Australian dollars or 60 US dollars, depending on where you are and what store you're in. Uh, and you can... We would like you to spend it on Dying Light 2, but that really... <laughs> <laughs> we can't really make just, you <laughs> but really it's just money and you can just kind of do whatever you want with it i mean if you want to be really ambitious you could take that card and resell it for real currency and then you could buy whatever the fuck you want with it <laughs> are we money laundering is that what's happening right now yes <laughs> so anyway stream dying light 2 saturday check our socials it'll so you know when it starts jump in and just in the chat, leave your Instagram or Twitter handle. Just let us know which one it is, and we will DM you up if you've won. And yeah, we, we don't have a rock-solid start date, because this game unlocks at midnight for us, Friday night. I assume we're going to get up Saturday morning. We'll play it until we get to the point where it opens up. But that could be several hours in. I'm sure it won't be, but who knows? I, it could be. I'm hoping it's no more than one hour. Yeah, that'd be nice. Like an extended tutorial or something. That'd be nice. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, with that out of the way, should we just move into the uh, Dying Light 2 on last-gen consoles while we're talking about Dying Light 2? Yeah, we should. Um, just a couple of little rapid-fire news stories this week. Um, this was very heartening. Did you happen to see this? No, I didn't. So, Techland released a trailer for Dying Light 2, and it shows what it would look like on PS4 Pro. And this seems to be almost like a direct kind of fuck you to cyberpunk 2077 because they they did not do that and it looks great like even on an old console last gen uh interesting that you put this in there i also saw that horizon did a very similar thing and i saw an article that says horizon forbidden west looks fantastic on ps4 yeah i hope this is a trend i mean i don't have a ps4 anymore but it's cool that they're doing this i think a lot of people were burned by cyberpunk so this seems to be like a a trend we'll see until they uh, finally and sadly phase out that dated old machine. Uh, another thing that I wanted to mention, because you did just mention Cyberpunk, and I saw that this was not listed in your list of little things for us to talk about, but a PS5 version of Cyberpunk 2077 seemingly spotted on the PSN, hinting at imminent release. This is off uh, VGC. 
I did see that. I didn't really look into it, I'll be honest. I um, No, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, I think it was just a cover that had a PS5 logo on it. You know how usually they'll tag it with PS4, PS5? Yeah. It was appearing on the PSN store. So, that some sort of back-end something. You know, there's people who just dig into the back-end. I don't know what that really is, but they do it, and then they find stuff. This is one of those things that they found. So, hopefully, that means I can actually play this game soon, but my hope is that it doesn't come out anytime near February. Like, I'm Did, end of March, you- please. Here's, I mean, they would have to do this, but are you guaranteed a PS5 version of this? Oh. <laughs> like, haven't they Dude. said that out loud that yeah, you get I'm, that? I'm, sh- I'm sure they have. Uh, Imagine I that. Imagine if they're like <laughs> 10 bucks. I can't remember when or where, but I know when you bought the PS4 version, it came, and it was like, you get a free upgrade to the PS5 version. And if they make me pay money, holy I shit. will go to wherever this fucking studio is and I will fight someone. Poland. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's Warsaw is where you would need to go. Yeah, so I want to fly there, spend a lot of money to do it. It'd be maybe a great PR stunt for us, actually. Try and fight Polish S- people in small Poland. Small Australian podcast host fights <laughs> Polish developer in Poland. <laughs> I reckon I could probably get a GoFundMe going to get me to Poland. <laughs> and it doesn't. People don't even need to listen to the podcast. But if they did that, I'm sure there's enough people in the world to be like, I'd watch this random Australian dude fight some Polish developer. I guarantee they have replica fucking witcher swords in that studio <laughs> and they will kick this shit out of you. Just right, I'm nimble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, fun. But anyway. Another quick little hit. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring have both gone gold, which means... I mean, it's happened before, but very unlikely there are delays at this point. These games are happening, and that is on the 18th and 25th of February, respectively. I don't think you can delay a game this late, can you? I believe it's happened. Wasn't it actually Cyberpunk? Didn't it go gold and then delay for like a, a month or so? Yes, that does. That would have to be like the 50th time it was delayed, but that does ring a bell, actually. It's hard to keep <laughs> track of all the delays, isn't it? Good job, CD. So that's... um. This is great. This is great news. I know that Elden Ring at least has a day one patch. I'm sure Horizon does too. But this is their feature complete. These, I mean, they have been for a while, but the uh, this is ready to go and I'm ready. Look, feature complete is... Uh, like I hope they are. I'm sure they probably are. <laughs> the developers are great for sure. But let's not forget the Battlefield 2042 did go gold at some point as well. It's true. This is true. <laughs> like, it's, it's not a guarantee. Speaking of Battlefield 2042... <laughs> there was also a thing that popped up from the developer. Uh, if you follow Reddit, like the Reddit of Battlefield 2042 or anything, you'll see that no one's happy with it. I don't think there's any one person happy with it. Play accounts are rock bottom. It's pretty grim out there. And it doesn't yeah. seem to be getting any better. And people are frustrated that DICE just hasn't been talking to them at all. But they did just release a little statement to all the players talking about how you've waited patiently. We have listened to you. First, we're going to address some issues that you've been talking about. One of them is uh, voice communication. You still can't talk in-game. So crazy. (laughs) They say a tighter squad loop, including a refined ping system. Feedback-based improvements to gunplay. So I assume what people are complaining about, they're going to try and implement. Improved reward loop expanded tools, modes, and tweaks to player experience gains in Portal. They are always fighting this experience thing in in Portal. And then they go ahead to talk about how anyone who bought the special edition that maybe you and maybe I possibly (laughs) purchased, no one can confirm it or deny it, uh, we get a free, like, bundle with some skins and shit for waiting. Because the year... 
because season one will arrive in early summer now, which means winter for us. So probably another it's, th- few months on that. This is an indictment on me, but like, uh, there's this weird... I don't even know how to frame this. Like, I understand being upset that this game is shit, and I am on some level, but I've moved on. And even though I paid full price for this, I don't really care. I just want to... I just want to get on with my life. I don't like <laughs> need a bundle of skins or something. Like it's yeah. I just think it's you're different though. Like a lot of people like only play COD and Battlefield. You know what I mean? And that is the game they're looking forward to. So they get it and it's shit, and they get no response from the developer. They also said they're changing the lines of communication between the community and them, and trying to be more transparent. Uh, and they they actually even mentioned. I've said it many times, but I think the map design is really shitty, and I think yeah, it's yeah. really like lazy and not very interesting. Uh, I tried to defend it early on. You can go back and get many snips of me being like, I actually don't mind this map. But really, when you break it down and look at like Battlefield 5 by comparison, they're kind of shit. And they even mentioned in that post that they're going to work on map design. So hopefully they can fix some of it. But I feel like this is a game that's going to take like two years to be anything near what they maybe wanted it to be. So yeah, there's that too. Look, maybe we'll check back in. I would love to fucking just leave this dumpster fire alone for a while and just... Just... No, nah, it's like a car crash. I can't look away. I want to <laughs> keep digging into this every time. Moving on, a couple of weeks ago, you asked me to check in with the uh, mysterious Blue Box Game Studios and what's been going on old, with the... Old Hassan, huh? Yes, Hassan Karaman and what what those uh, friends are up to. And not much, <laughs> as it turns out. Apparently, there is meant to be a prologue coming out this year. Apparently... A prologue to what? <laughs> we don't even to know a, what it uh, is. To abandoned, to abandoned, the horror game right. that they are that everyone thought was Silent Hill. It's. I think I was very wrong. If you go back and listen to those episodes, like I wanted to believe in this so much. You know, it's a fun mystery. We won't. We don't need to rehash all that. My dream is that this is Silent Hill, and it was just the greatest series of PR moves that have ever existed. I only bring this up because they they had a tweet this weekend and uh, that they've been hacked, Govinda. At least their Twitter account has been hacked. <laughs> so this is Blue Box, the official Twitter account has been... They've tweeted, they said, we've received emails from various people that they have received emails from us to buy a pre-order for their game, which does not exist. So someone's gotten into their fucking DMs. <laughs> they're inside the mainframe and they're trying to fleece money out of people. That's That's smart. That's a good move. Who knows? Maybe this is <laughs> this is some six-dimensional chess. I really hope so. I really hope this goes down in like this. I hope this is something they teach in PR class. I don't know what how that works at university <laughs> about like how to promote something because this is some deep shit. A couple of more little ones. Uh, so PS5 and PS4 Discord integration arrived today uh, in the whoa, US. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> like reel that back a little bit. You can add your PS5 account, your PlayStation account to Discord. I would not say PS5 Discord integration. Uh, I'm just reading the headline. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's called uh, that's called clickbait. Yeah, so right, all you well. can do, there is no integration. There's no app on PS4, PS5 for Discord. All you can do is go to your Discord app and you can link your PS5 account or your PlayStation account so it shows all your friends what you're playing on PlayStation. I got to I got to admit this to you. I I'm intimidated by Discord. I open it. There's a lot going on and it it intimidates me. <laughs> I open it, there's a lot going on and then I close it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's really not that interesting other than that it's happening and something is happening and 
I'm sure there will be a Discord app coming to PlayStation at some point in the future, but that is not what this is. Uh, and the final little quick take is that the FTC is going to review Microsoft's near $70 billion deal to buy Activision Blizzard. Uh, it's just like an antitrust review, and I'm not surprised it's happening because it's a gigantic deal. One thing to note is that when they bought uh, Bethesda, Zenimax, whatever you want to call it, they did not get reviewed like this. So this just shows that they're coming to maybe a little too big for their britches, but I don't really think too much is going to come of this personally. I like to think of this as the US government is the eye of Sauron and like when Frodo puts on the ring, it just the eye snaps over to Phil Spencer <laughs> who is signing the deal and all eyes are on Xbox right now. <laughs> Yeah, I think the review is whether the deal is going to harm com competition b by limiting rivals' access to major games. So, we'll see what's going on. And it's possible that it will. But, I, again, we went through the list of games that they had, and I I don't... Like, there's obviously Call of Duty and World of Warcraft and Diablo are pretty major games, but that's kind of it. And World of Warcraft is non-console, so... I think they're going to be fine. I love that every single time we forget Overwatch, which is, like, huge... In its own right. They did say they're going to honour standing deals, which I imagine is Overwatch. And Overwatch 2, I think, is already announced to be a multi-platform game. So Overwatch is probably safe as well. Uh, that's why I'm not super concerned with this, because they're probably going to be like, no, but like all the big ones that we have are just going to stay where they are, and that's fine. Uh, so yeah. that's just another thing to note. And if anything happens, we'll obviously let you know, but probably nothing's going to happen. So let's move right along, Kale, into... The news we care about. Govinda, for the first time in almost seven months, the French website D-Labs has not, I repeat, has not leaked the PS Plus lineup. End of an era, pour one out, etc, etc. Now let's not sugarcoat things. PS Plus is pretty fucking mixed this month. We have Planet Coaster for the PS5, which is a theme park management simulator that might actually be great and will probably be Govinda's next weird obsession. He's nodding. He's nodding right now. Then there is Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, which was once a DLC for Borderlands 2, but will now be available as a standalone item. It's cool and comes ahead of Tiny Tina's PS5 debut next month, but we already got this one as part of the Handsome Jack collection several years ago, so it kind of seems like a little bit of a retread. Finally, there is EA Sports UFC 4 PS4, which is a UFC game, and I wouldn't be caught dead playing it, but is apparently faithful to real-life UFC. Cool, 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 cool. Honestly, was a hair away from buying Planet Coaster like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It looks Honestly, good. Honestly, I only got the Jurassic World game, and by the way, there was an episode where I only said Jurassic Park, and it's actually definitively called Jurassic World Evolution, not Jurassic Park Evolution. Love so that's that. a little addendum that. from that episode. I said it 20 times, back to back, <laughs> always wrong. So I only got Jurassic World because it was cheap, and if I could have, I would have got Planet Coaster, and now, through the magic of PlayStation Plus, I can, and I'm excited. Yeah, no, I, I'll check it out. I've actually downloaded... Uh, Planet Coaster and Tiny Tina's Assault. They're available right now. What? Yeah, I'll check it out. I think Tiny Tina's... I'm not going to say the whole title every time. I refuse to, so just Please be do. confused. Tiny uh, Tina's that's... Assault on Dragon Keep. T-T-A-D-K? I think I don't want to play it just because I might play... whatever. I keep forgetting the name of the sequel that comes out next month, but uh, I might uh, actually... It's something Tiny, Tiny Tina's, Tina's as well. Wonderland. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Tiny Tina's yeah, Wonderland. I... 
I think so. I just pulled that out. You know what I'm talking about. No, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And again, I, I'm going to say the story until I'm dead, but I platinum Borderlands 1 like two weeks before Borderlands 2 came out and then Borderlands 2 came out and I couldn't play it. I You're like, like I'm, I'm done with much. this shit. Yeah, so I, I get that and I probably I probably won't play that either. I'm going to be really honest. Honestly, I'm, I'm just here for Planet Coaster. That's the month for me. You should watch. I mean, you just play it for free anyway, but the trailer is quite good. Like, you actually design the rides and you can see, yeah. like, in real time how people like it them. And you know. Is it too scary? Is it is it not scary enough? That sort of shit. No, I, I was a big fan of Roller, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, I believe it was called, on, like, yeah. computer when I was younger. Uh, and the funny thing is I was a big fan of it, but I only had the demo, so I only had access to the very first park, <laughs> and I played it a lot. <laughs> yeah, look, I believe that. But that, look, I don't have much to say on that. I'd say it's a very mixed bag, but at least it kind of appeals to a lot of different people. I will almost certainly not play UFC 4, but I know a bunch of people will, and that might be their favorite game this month, but I'm more of a Planet Coaster kind of guy. What do you think happened at D-Labs? Do you reckon someone at Sony has gotten fired, like the leak has been fucking plugged or did they just miss this time maybe they just missed this time or maybe they just didn't care like maybe they just didn't get enough hits on the article that they were like it doesn't matter it could i don't know everyone else cites them though like all the other sites like when they're doing their news stories on ps plus they all cite them so it must be doing something yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can... Are there, is there, like, the equivalent of obituaries for jobs? Like, can we see who got fired from PlayStation and figure out who the leak was? Sadly, no. <laughs> Sadly, no. All righty, Kale. We're going to move into the next one, and it's the big one, and we didn't even mention it once, but you all Which know is, what we're here for. It's pretty incredible, and I put it right up front. Pretty glad we changed the recording date, because oh, this happened... Yeah. We would have gotten scooped again. This, this came out yesterday for us. Tuesday. So this came out on Tuesday and we would have recorded Monday afternoon and we would have had to wait for the next week to talk about it. But fortunately for you, the, the humble listener, we made the greatest business decision of our podcasting career and that was to move our record day. And so today, one day after it happens, we can talk to you about this. In a monstrous counterpunch, Sony has acquired Bungie, the original developer of the Halo franchise and the now shepherd of the mega-popular Destiny series, for the low, low price of just $3.6 billion. While this might seem like fortuitous timing, considering Xbox's $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard just last week, this deal has actually been in the making for the last six months. Word comes to us via SIE CEO Jim Ryan himself in a post over on the PlayStation blog. Ryan stresses that Bungie will remain an independent publisher and developer and will not join the ranks of PlayStation's first party. Bungie's current games will remain multi-platform, but as is the case with Call of Duty, that doesn't mean future titles won't be exclusive. Ryan followed up with the website gamesindustry.biz and said that PlayStation fans should expect more acquisitions in the future which means this digital arms race has only just begun. In addition, the PlayStation boss made clear that Bungie will be essential to the future of new service games currently in development, and mentioned that several live service games are currently in development at PlayStation Studios. How do you feel about that, Govinda? What news this was to wake up to? I actually like it did was. a double take in my bed. So I just want to first point out how interesting it is that Bungie used to be owned by Microsoft. Back in the Halo days, they were owned by Microsoft. They weren't independent, making games for Microsoft. Microsoft owned them, and eventually they fought for their independence, became independent, and now have looped back around to the enemy side. 
this is big news, sort of, but it doesn't really impact anything or anyone at any point because they've said that not only will Destiny remain multi-platform, but they will remain multi-platform going forward. I think two things. This is not about Bungie and their games. It's about Bungie and their technology, which I think was hinted at like towards the end of that, where it's not about making Bungie exclusive, but it's about adding to the PlayStation ecosystem through all the technology they bring. Because Destiny is kind of a one-of-a-kind service game in that one, it just keeps going and it keeps having a fan base and it keeps people interested, which is kind of rare, but it also runs so well. And I think that's a key thing for, for PlayStation. Two, uh, Bungie wants to get into making movies and TV shows and doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. And so Sony actually has an arm of the company that obviously makes movies, you know? So maybe that was part of the deal when they got in there as well. Uh, I'm interested, but I don't think it really is going to... We're not going to see a big change for us. No, and actually, just as a quick side note, I got the fucking wildest goosebumps watching the trailer for the new Halo TV series. Did you see this? I saw bits and pieces. I haven't actually watched the whole thing. I don't watch a lot of TV, dude. I'm still on the Sopranos kick right now, and I'm just getting through that. And if I'm being honest, I think Master Chief is going to be a really boring character unless they come up with something to make him interesting because he doesn't speak in the games and he just exists and talks to a electric lady <sighs> on a dashboard. What a pony Sony fanboy you are. Master that Chief was my, talks? What are you talking this is, about? This is my lukewarm take. What are you this talking lukewarm, about? No, no, no. This let's, is my lukewarm let's address take this. Of the let's address this. Master Chief definitely talks and has a personality. Does Do you think he? he's... Do you think he's a silent protagonist? What, what, like, what game are we talking about? Like one, two, and three, he talks? All of them. Literally I all don't of remember them. him speaking because he is such a piece of cardboard. <laughs> to be fair, he is like... He, so he's a Spartan and they definitely do the, the laconic thing which real life Spartans were supposedly famous for. So it's like one-liners. That's why action movie stars just drop one-liners. So that's his yeah. thing. Yeah, so look, I, I'm sure they'll sort it out and they'll flesh him out a little bit in the show, but I don't think he's like a f super engaging character. He just looks cool and has guns and kills aliens, you know what I mean? I think it's been too long since you've played these games because it's actually fucking epic. <laughs> the music is epic and like I, like the story is it's there for sure, but I don't think Master Chief is like a standout character, like... I mean, look, he's not the deepest character. I think he's... It's like, he, to me, to me, he is like Kratos in God of War 1, 2, and 3. Sure, he, like, he speaks and he's a character, but mm. he just doesn't have emotion. Like, Kratos had one emotion. It was rage. But, like, he just is a bit meh, you know? Really reminds me of, like, the Mandalorian. Like, I'm like, okay, like, you're not really engaging me because you're not really a character, but then he kind of get, gets, like, that little love for the little Yoda thing and then kind of is a character, you know what I mean? It's really hard because I think I'm probably a bit influenced by Halo Infinite, but it's actually, like, quite well done. Like, his voice acting, you know, like his... I don't know, the emotions. It's hard to talk about well, the again, emotions. I'm sure they figured it out. They're not going to have a character that's... One tone, one note for the entire show, for sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. I just didn't watch the trailer, and I'm like, I'll probably watch the show and see how it is. I don't know. IGN will probably ruin it for me after they air one episode. Fucking dukes. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Master Chief. We're here to talk about us buying the, the creator of Master Chief, and that is Bungie. And specifically, we should say the good Halos. Well, like, yeah, one, two, and three. 
and ODST, I believe. And then I think oh, after dude, that... Horde mode and ODST, we hit that yeah, hard. It was yeah, great. It was and then 343 Industries took over. Yeah, uh, after they separated from Microsoft. That's correct. And then they drove that series into the ground. <laughs> now, what I think is the interesting take here, and I don't think it's... I've, I've looked at a little bit of people talking about this and reactions to this, and it doesn't get mentioned a whole lot. But this... While Bungie will remain multi-platform, they've said it again in their own FAQs after this was announced, they will be almost certainly new games are going to be day one on whatever Project Spartacus is. That's yeah. the draw, right? And I think in the same way that I think Activision Blizzard stuff will stay multi-platform mainly, but it will be on, their, on Game Pass day one. And that'll be the cheapest and best way to play it because you'll pay $20 a month and you'll have full access to everything. And I think that's going to be the same with Bungie. You know, this is, it's funny because Destiny is an incredible game. It's massive. We talked about it, I think it was, what, like last month when we were talking about the most active MMOs. Like, Destiny is right up there. It has a... Yeah, like 40,000 40, concurrent still. and Yeah, and, and that's just on PC or whatever. But it's this technology that Sony can use because they... And I mean, it's pretty great that they have a first-person shooter stable now. Like, there's expertise here that they can use. Like, I could imagine a world where Bungie is, you know, consulted on The Last of Us factions. Like, better integration. <laughs> Do you reckon that's ever going to happen? Like, not that they're oh, consulted, but that that game exists. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that'll happen. Important to note that we don't know when this deal is actually happening. The deed is signed, but we don't know when they actually come on board. This could be six months. Like, why does that matter? Why is that important well, to note? Well, just because it's probably not going to be enough time for them to help out with The Last of Us factions. You have so much faith in this game with one still in development and two is coming out this year. I mean, they told us that. Yeah, Naughty I know, but like, they also that. haven't told us anything about it at all since they've said that. Yeah, right. It's like it has been radio silent and that's concerning. And if we don't see it soon, I'm concerned. Like Naughty Dog is not the kind of developer to just be dead silent about something for a really long time and then just it just shows up. So yeah. unless they start talking about it this year, I'm like, maybe next year, I don't know. So who knows? The other thing is, and I forget where I heard this, so I don't know, take it with a grain of salt, but I remember a while ago, people were talking about a Resistance reboot, but it was more like an open world kind of game, possibly mm. in the vein of like a Destiny kind of service game. And I think that would be, that would benefit so much from having Bungie there as a consultant and like having the technology already in place and ready to go. It's, yeah, it's very hard to discount how influential Destiny is. Like, even Deep Rock Galactic, when you open up the menu, it is Destiny. Like, you're you're doing that weird, like, console thing where you move move, the... Yeah. yeah. That's all just them aping Destiny. And so many games do it. And I think it's it's important to note that Destiny has been in the, like, top 10 Steam games pretty much since launch. And I think even right now, I think it's number 10 in, in Steam. And that's pretty crazy. It's a hard thing to judge, but for me, this is like, it's a top-tier shooter. Like, the guns feel incredible in Destiny. Like, it's, again, maybe... Oh, it's some of the best. Yeah, maybe Call of Duty slightly edges it out, but for the kind of shooter this is, which is basically like Halo, it's the best in class. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's slightly more arcade-y. And something else this allows Bungie to do is hire a shitload more people. I yeah, think right. there's like more than 100 job listings on their site right, right now because of this. So I think it just means that they can probably get to a point where they are not only supporting Destiny, but also working on new things. And that's I know you, 
what we want. <laughs> I know you're just going to hate the very mention of this, but I, I, I wrote this and then I re-downloaded Destiny because another game coming out this February, and I won't be buying it, is the fucking Lair of the Witch Queen. I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> you know what I hate about that too is that we, I can't transfer DLC. I know, yeah, I know. I don't know yeah. that I'll buy it, but I just wanted to jump back in. Well, and we have DLC that we didn't finish anyway. I actually finished it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I finished you it. Actually, I know that you didn't do it because we were doing it together. There's no way you play that on your own. I did. I, I got the ice powers. I got the ice no, powers. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you didn't, though. I know you're lying to me, and <laughs> no, we're not going to have this out on the air right now. We're going to just keep on moving <laughs> along, but uh, you didn't, and I'm off you for lying to me about it. So, <laughs> definitely did. <laughs> Uh, and then I think, rounding this up, you got Jim Ryan there throwing out some future punches and being like, expect more acquisitions this year. I so, hate that. That's the opposite of what I was saying last week. Like, this is the exact opposite of what I want from them. Like, this is... I mean, this is like a good get for Sony for all the reasons we just listed. Like, it's a kind of cute amount of money considering, you know, what Xbox just shelled out for Activision Blizzard. But it's a smarter buy, in my mind. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's focused. Whereas, like you said, Activision Blizzard comes with a whole lot of bullshit. Whereas this is just a developer that does one thing incredibly well and always has. Yeah, no, I think buying developers is way better than buying publishers. I think technically Bungie is a publisher. They publish Destiny. Do they self-publish Destiny? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Wasn't it published by... Oh, no, it wasn't. Well, because they got their oh. independence, remember? They were. Yeah, they, well, they were with Activision for so yeah. long, and then they and were then like, they, nah. Yeah, they, they broke free, and now they're independent. But it's a, it's a publisher that only has one studio, and that's Destiny. And yeah, I think that's, that's why it's kind of like... It, really, it's a developer. And I... Th- yeah, we'll see. I'm kind of okay with them getting more acquisitions if they keep doing this, because I think for 60... If they spent the equivalent of $68 billion getting really high-class developers like this, they get 10 developers... Or more. This is only 3.6. They get 20 developers and 20 better games than the three big games that Activision Blizzard comes with, you know? So I, I think it's a way smarter tactic to just go after really high-class developers than to spend disgusting money on Activision Blizzard. Do you know what? Like, I feel bad for them, but, like, do you reckon, like, <laughs> the higher-ups at Insomniac just consider fucking jumping out a window? Do you remember how much Insomniac was bought by Sony for? No, I don't. How many? How many? How many dollars? It was two hundred and twenty-nine million. <laughs> and I'll, like, I'll, what a steal, dude! Insomniac is a million times more important than even Bungie is. I oh, think. for sure, At especially to PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck. Imagine like, <laughs> you just hold out a little longer. Like, but what did they have at the time when they were bought out? They only had Ratchet, right? Insomniac. They were purchased in 2019, so Spider-Man was out. Was it? Yeah. Or did, oh, it would have been, yeah, for sure. Okay, that's fair. That's huge, too. I Maybe, yeah. Yeah, poor guys. <laughs> it's so rough. It's obviously not as good a business as the, uh, the top dogs at Bungie. Uh, and I guess just to finish that thought, we don't actually know how much Sony paid for Housemark, but again, I doubt it was fucking oh, nearly $4 billion. <laughs> I wouldn't say, like, look, Housemark is important to PlayStation, but not as important as Insomniac. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually really close. rough. I feel really yeah. bad. <laughs> if if in, if Housemark was bought for more than Insomniac, then you got to really take a look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, a long, hard look in the mirror. 
Alrighty, Kale, let's wrap this shit up. I would like an apology for lying to me about finishing the Destiny DLC. So could I get that from you? No, I will apologize. I think I need to have a little more uh, for how you're going. That really uh, <laughs> fucking spiraled, and I feel I apologize. I apologize to you. you. That's really big of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, taking the high road. <laughs> I, that's, that's big of you, and I I'm not going to apologize, but I am. I'm going to take back the how you're fucking going. I think the the really aggressive. <laughs> that was bit aggressive. That I, yeah, the, that was aggr- I don't know if that's exactly what I said, but you know the bit I'm talking about because I, mm. I yelled and I I don't yell often. Yeah, no. I get annoyed, but yelling is rare. So I'm going to take that back. I'm not apologizing <laughs> for it, but I will take it back. Uh, and other than that, um, I think I think we're going to leave it there. So just as a quick reminder, that is Saturday, the fifth of February. Get into the Twitch action. That is Long Live Play podcast. You jump in, you look, you hang out. Obviously, you talk to us. We're gonna be there. You're gonna have to look at Govinda, which that's unfortunate. But I'll, you'll hear me, and that's what you want and need and desire. Uh, let us know how we can contact you. Get into the running. Give us your Instagram, your twit, fucking Twitter handle. And, uh, yeah, maybe get yourself a little <laughs> tasty little sum. You know what I mean? Tasty little sum. Get in there. Get the action. Uh, if you don't remember any of these things, you can just find us on Instagram and Twitter, at Pod. We have a link tree now. I made it. I feel pretty proud of it. So if you could at least have a look at it, that would make me feel good. Um, but all of the links are there, and you can see us on Twitch on Saturday or Friday if you're in America. Friday night. What it should have been is, like, most creative insult for G- Govinda's mustache. And that's the winner. That's not the winner. And I'm telling you right now, if anyone starts throwing shade at me on this stream, I'm you're out of the running. Like I'm that's an instant you're not gonna win. So I just <laughs> don't take any advice from Kale right now because you'll then will knock yourself out of the running and no one wants that. We we and can... I would like I would like a take back, Kale. I'd like a take back on that one, please. I take it back. I'd like to say that okay. we can give abuse, but we definitely cannot take it. So if we get any No, 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 no. The stream will abuse. be shut down. It will be over My immediately. Ego is like a little piece of dried spaghetti <laughs> and the lightest little bend, and I'm done. It's over. Yeah, I, so you I cannot agree. do that. And I I will rage quit a stream if I have to. I'm not fucking concerned about that. <laughs> if you say one fucking word, boop, stream's gone, podcast is Out over, and your Fridays will get a lot less boring. Wait, shit, no, a lot more boring. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been Long Live Play. I've been me. He's been him. I'm getting out of this room because it is about 38 degrees in here. Goodbye. Dying light in T-48 hours. Go.